Can you hear me? Tyler. Yeah, now I can hear you. There we go. Yay! Holy crap, that's been a process. It has. So we are recording. So hello, navigators. I was, we were finally able <laughs> to get my oldest son, Tyler, on the show. And I'm super excited because he probably has the most memories of all the kids <laughs> of my uh, descent into vision loss, right? Definitely. Okay, so only rules, Tyler. No, no F-bombs, okay? Like, <laughs> keep, yes, keep, keep, Keep it clean. It's a family show. Yes, man. I've always, I've always wanted to say that. Keep it clean. Uh, okay, so Tyler, um, I have lots of questions for you that I've never asked you, so this should be fun. Um, when, when do you remember knowing that I was losing my sight? Uh, or was it just something you just always that's just what it was it's just always was I think when I I think I like really noticed it when I started like very first started going to school uh, like oh what was that school Lake Louise, that's that's when I noticed it. Whatever grade that happened to be. Oh man, you went there for uh, you went there for a while. Most of elementary school, I think. I did. Oh, you were there for a while. Um what do you remember like growing up? What do you remember? Just like throughout the years? Mm-hmm. 
Oh boy. Uh... What kind of stuff do you remember? Ooh, let's talk about my driving. <laughs> Uh, driving, uh, I mean, I guess before I really had the, the knowledge of how driving worked as an entirety, I didn't have an issue with you driving. The problems really started, I guess, when you started asking what color the lights were. <laughs> I still remember you were, you were, I think. 12 <laughs> and that baby blue electric blue ford escort i remember all of the yeah. hey i had nice cars you did you you did but, you know i loved to drive i loved it people thought i was crazy because when i was driving up to seattle for work i loved sitting in traffic People are like, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, that's my time. <laughs> I'm not at work and I'm not at home with the kids. <laughs> I like the traffic. <laughs> that's probably um, where I get it from. It was relaxing to me. I mean, what was the point of getting mad? Everybody was trying to do the same thing you're doing. They just wanted to get home. So, Exactly. Um. <laughs> the billboard oh the goodwill billboard yeah oh man i remember that kids at school used to go nuts over that what what so, that Fergrove or Belich? that was for that was well they were they were together they were connected for grove and blue uh-huh. um First of all, for those of you who don't know, I had won an award. Um, Goodwill, yes, Goodwill, the thrift stores, has a program for um, people with disabilities. It's called Choices, and it is designed to help teach you like job-seeking skills, help with your resume, interviewing skills. I mean, it's just, it's a whole program and I was the graduate of the year one year and decided to use me as the poster child for their billboards and and on the buses (laughs) yeah it was it was very interesting driving home from the train station behind the bus looking at myself and I'm like "Ah, all right so were were you embarrassed like Bianca Bianca was very open about how she hated when I used the cane because people would stare at me and whatever what about you how did any of it affect you well I mean you know I've always had more of Kim's personality in me so I guess I mean, honestly, it's really never bothered me. I've always accepted that you've had vision impairment. It's just, it's a part of your life. And as my mother, you know, I got to love you as a whole. Um, It it wasn't ever embarrassing. If anything, I, I got a lot of good kicks out of it. You know, people staring and you getting to say, you know, what are you looking at? You know, it's... 
I never really had an issue with it or, you know, when we were at the store and you'd smack somebody in the back of the heels with your cane. Oh, good times, good times. Just the best thing ever. <laughs> I used to love with uh, Uncle Kirk, we would mess with people and I'd use my cane, go out to the car and he'd hand me the keys. I'd <laughs> get in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah. People would give us some wonderful, crazy looks. Um, do you remember in a previous episode, I was talking about the, uh, I was, I was talking about how hard it is sometimes to talk to your family about your disability. And do you remember the goggles that I brought home? Goggles, goggles. Oh, 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 yeah, they were like, uh, like, uh, like, what were those things? Crap. You put, like, the circular cards with the pictures in it? Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, 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 no. The goggles that I brought home from work that um, have the spots on it to make it so that you see like I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And you had us walk around the house with them on. Mm-hmm. And I had you guys do all, do your, like, regular stuff with them on. Do you remember that? I do. I do remember that. What was that like for you? Uh, Personally, I I could not be visually impaired. I don't, you got to be a strong kind of person to be able to lead that kind of life with those challenges. And I just, I don't think personally i would have it in me (laughs) hey i never thought i did either but you'd be surprised um as a kid do you think you really grasped the concept of what it what it was representing Mm, no i didn't really get it until i got past my teenage years yeah I think that a lot of times we try to explain things to people in a way that we understand it but that's not always the way everybody else understands things you know it's like trying to explain that the grass is green to somebody that's never seen colors how how do you (laughs) How do you explain that? They don't know what green is. They have no concept. You know what I mean? So a lot of times it's hard to get people to understand. And I wanted to, while you guys were kids, I don't know if you remember, I used to call it sensitivity training. I believe I, at one point, blindfolded you guys and had you use my cane too. Um. Do you, do you think that was helpful to you? Have you, like, in your daily life, do you run into people with disabilities that, like, you stop and think, hey, wait a minute, my mom, hold on, let me, you know, not be impatient with this person or, you know, do any kind of uh, life skills for your adulthood? By the way, y'all, he's 27. Yes, I am that old. Okay. Um, I mean, 
really i i guess i just learned to be more patient um one of my employees that i'm super close with has a son that has cerebral palsy and uh-huh. he's actually one of the coolest kids you know i've ever met and you know i kind of use you, you know your visual impairment as like a like a confidence booster for him you know he doesn't he doesn't have friends like that he's my age has no friends but he's super into cars and video games and just really loves hanging out with me and you know i tell him every time he starts to get in on himself i'm like you know what man like the strongest people in the world just they they accept who they are as a person and you know nothing is ever gonna sway you know, the way you see yourself, you need to see yourself as a strong person, stronger than anybody else, because, you know, of all the challenges that you face that, you know, normal people don't experience day to day. And, you know, I sit there and tell them all the stories of when I was a kid and watching you get around, you know, it's always been impressive. I may not have always been the best kid, but you have definitely <laughs> always impressed me with, you know, the amount of strength you have to just make it through every day. There's just, there's no way. I, I couldn't walk to the grocery store with a cane and, you know, not know if a car was close to me or this, that, and the other. And I just, I watched you do it every day growing up because you're just such an independent woman that it's... Now I don't I don't see it as a disability. I just you know I see it for what it is. Y'all are normal human beings. It just not everybody's gonna see it that way. You have to you have to have the first hand experience of you know either dealing with it or growing up with someone that's close to you that has problems like that. Aw, thanks, dude. I was going to ask you something else and I forgot because you were being so sweet. Um. (laughs) Did you tell him about your uh, bowling career? You were pretty dang good at that too. Oh yes, I did. I was, well, we were on the bowling league for what, three years? It was a long time. I think it was about three years. And, uh, I remember Kim yelling at a guy at the at the the head guy of our league because he was getting snippy with me because remember it was dark in there and mm. so I was a little slow and the guy got impatient and Kim got up and he's like she'll take however long she needs to take and I was like oh it's about to go down in the bowling alley y'all. <laughs> He was extremely protective of you. He was. Too bad he was such a turd. God rest his soul. Um, mm. He sure didn't like my driving. <laughs> yeah, he was not a fan. Um, I've got fond so, memories of that, too. Especially when I told you you couldn't back a car out of the garage. Yeah, well, what happened? He backed it out, and then I think it was the day after I put a dent in the whole fender when we were trying to go get ice cream. It was karma for her. 
Yes, you see that, y'all? It it really does happen. It really did. Really does come right back at you. Oh, it does. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny today? The day, obviously, this is going to get not played today, or not aired today. But today is Carbon's birthday. Oh man, I miss Carbon. I'll never forget the day you brought her or brought him home. Oh my God. I remember I, the day. Yeah, it wasn't a good day. Tim was not a happy camper about going to pick me up at the airport that late at night. But Heidi was not too fond of the company <laughs> off the bat. No, but they sure did grow to love each other. They did. And they became really, really close. It was cute to watch. It's it's so funny. Garmin is so different, but still just as good of a dog. It's so funny how they have such different personalities, even when they're uh, working. You know? I feel like that's that's just how it is with every dog. I don't think any oh. other dog could have Carvin's personality. <laughs> he sure was a bougie dog, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Had on his little <laughs> shoes and was so spoiled and oh, yeah. got table food when he shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, thanks, kids. Always. Yeah. So, let me think. What other memories do you have? What were kids at school like? Like, Did you get picked on? Bianca said she used to get picked on because of me. Oh, we always used to get picked on, but I, I was raised by someone that taught me not to read into it. Um... Yeah, that that's just how kids. Well, I mean, I can't say that now for sure, but that's how kids were when I was still in school. I mean, they pick on you for anything. They pick on you if you, you know, your socks didn't match. But oh boy, when it came to having someone in your family that had a disability and they were anywhere near it, it just turned into a huge thing. I remember I had a kid that thought he was a bully when I was in elementary school named Dylan. And that was one of the things he used to give me crap for all the time. Yeah. Do you, um, do you see, and I say it like it was so long ago, but it was so long ago. Um, do you, do you remember me bringing carbon to the school? And doing like the, I don't know, show and tell, I guess. Mm, Do you remember? I feel like I got like a little bit of that. I know I did it more for Bianca and Nathaniel because they were um, in elementary school and you were going into junior high and it was not as easy to go into, you know seven different classrooms or however many you had. <clears throat> so I did it. I did it more when you guys were in elementary school. And I don't think I had, I think I only had him for one year while you were in elementary school. Now I that think, I think about it. 
I think I think the last time I went to that school was the first time you brought carbon and it was for one of Bianca's uh choir things or band things. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember that for sure. It's so interesting. It's I remember um, trying to help you guys with your homework. And math, the hardest thing, because you would have to tell me like what you had on the page and where it was. I remember long division. And you, I'm like, okay, you got to put the seven under the eight and like trying to do it in my head and visualize it in my head while you're writing it out was so frustrating. You know, for all that frustration we went through with homework, I still don't understand how I'm a district manager for a major auto glass company. And I still don't use math like everybody in school said I would. You just don't think about it when you add up the total. That's math. When you have to figure out your percentage of labor cost, that's math. It's just not written out as a math problem. So think of it that way. I guess that is true. So, I remember what I was going to ask you. Worry about your eyesight because you know what I have is hereditary, right? So, any of you guys could have it. Do you ever worry about that or think about it? Uh, I mean, it's ran through my mind a few times, but I'm not really too worried about it. I mean, You've been dealing with it for years and years and years now. So, I mean, if I was, you know, chosen to inherit that, I know that I have someone in my corner with that experience. That's right. I got you, fam. I got you. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any... um particular things that stand out in your mind from even even if it's more recently but just in general of like anything that somebody said or something you've seen happen or whatever from that just sticks with you Uh, like what do you mean like well this doesn't have to do with my vision but one thing that that really always sticks with me is when you were out here and we were standing at the bus stop and that dude on the bike came by and he called me a bitch (laughs) you were chasing after (laughs) (laughs) what'd you call my mom (laughs) (laughs) like that always I I think about that I don't even know why but sometimes it'll randomly because I still I remember it was on Indian school road and we were waiting for the bus and so sometimes just when I'm on the bus and it calls out Indian school road I just kind of laugh 
I, I get I got the protective thing too. That was Fucking, funny. I guess what really sticks with me the most is how often I've heard, you know, that you're so independent and you carry yourself so well that it's it's hard to notice that, you know, you're visually impaired. I remember when we went to Seattle and uh, me and uh, Natalie had went back to Nathaniel's house. She's, she had said the same thing. You know, she was just surprised at how independent you were and, you know, how little you needed help from other people that it was just, it was like astonishing to her that you couldn't see. Yeah, you know, I've actually been told so many times, I I totally forget that you're blind. Well, that must be freaking nice. I I remember. Yeah, (laughs) I still do it when you send me text messages. I'm like, oh, crap, she can't see. Why am I typing out a book? (laughs) Speaking of books, you know, you were the very first one, other than the two people I had helped me editing it, you were the very first one to read the final draft of my book. Was I? Yeah, remember I emailed it to you. Yeah, I remember. I still have the email on my laptop. Oh, you were the very first one. Look Good at book. I don't even <laughs> like books, but I like that one. That's because you were in it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was good to read, like, you know, not even just memories of me growing up and reliving it, but kind of understanding your childhood a little better too Mm, yeah yeah that was not a good time anyway um let's see you gonna let me drive your car (laughs) Uh, you are not the first person to ask you know I'll let you drive it I actually drove last week I drove, um, yeah, my friend David, uh, for my birthday, that was something I wanted for my birthday was for him to let me drive his car. It's not like it's a fancy pants car or anything. I just wanted to drive. And it just hasn't been, since my birthday, it's been not the right, uh, it's been super sunny. And you know, I see better when it's cloudy. Mm -hmm. So I had to wait, but I drove last week. I did. He he made me stay in a parking lot. I'm hoping that like the more times he sees how good I do in the parking lot, maybe he'll let me go on the road around my neighborhood or something. Like driver's head all over again. Right? Oh, you know, we could get him. We could get him. When you were a kid, you had this Sesame Street uh, steering wheel thing that attached to your car seat. And it had a big steering wheel and blinkers. <laughs> we get him one of those. <laughs> I still prefer one of those over a real steering wheel. I like the lights and colors. That's right. Makes good noises too. Uh-huh. It was weird though because his car's an automatic, and um, I all my cars have been stick shift. So I'm like, I put it in gear and I kind of looked at him. I'm like, 
that's drive, right? <laughs> like, I want to make sure I'm not in reverse, you know, and then I floor it. Oh, that would be all bad. I just, oh, I can't do the automatic. I don't, I have to have full control over my car and I just don't get that in an automatic. Plus, I, it's my dream car and I saved for years and years and years and years to get the dang car. Well, there you go. Oh, my goodness. Well, Tyler, memory lane is fun, isn't it? It is. I still get days where I wish I you know, wasn't an adult. Go back to the simpler times when I could climb out of windows. Uh-huh. <laughs> light stuff on fire. Yep, that too. Uh-huh. At least threw it out the window and not on the floor. Uh that's why I loved going back home, just seeing the house and reliving everything. It was just it felt good. By the way, Nathaniel says they tore down Fir Grove. Yeah, they did. We, me and uh, me and Natalie drove by and saw it because mm. I was going to look and see if your billboard was still up by that Sonic on uh, Meridian. Oh yeah, no, it's not up there anymore. <laughs> yep, the only thing they got a Fir Grove left is that covering with the basketball hoops. I was I was blown away. Wow, that's crazy. It's amazing how things change. You know how frustrating that is when you can't see and you go and you're like, you do stuff by landmarks and then the landmarks aren't there anymore. You get all kinds mm -hmm. of screwed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, people don't realize how much they take their sight for granted. They, they just don't. My, my dentist has said, and I've repeated it a couple of times, the two things that people always take for granted are their vision and their teeth. And it's true. Nobody goes to the dentist and takes care of their teeth like they should. They only go when something hurts, you know? And it's the same thing with your eyes. You're no, nobody goes to the eye doctor every year like they're supposed to. They go and, oh, man, I, I have to hold the papers far away, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and it amazes me because even if you just take away a little piece of it and you have to learn to function a different way, it, it just blows people's minds. They can't do it. Right. So, I don't know. It's interesting. People are funny that way. You know, we're creatures of habit and we get in these rhythms, I guess, and anything that messes it up, gets us all dis discombobulated you know it is but you 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 have to expect it at the same time you know you can't you can't take for granted the gifts that you have been given each day that is for sure because you don't know you don't know. You could have a stroke. I know a girl had a stroke in her sleep. Woke up blind the next morning. Sheesh. Right? How bad would that suck? Yeah, that, that would suck. You know, and, and people don't think about that kind of thing. You think, oh, you know, you could have a heart attack in your sleep and die or whatever. But you don't think about the fact you could wake up missing one of your senses 
uh, it's going to really turn your world upside down. So, you know, people need to learn to be able to adjust and adapt and, and expect the unexpected because that's about the only thing you can expect, you know? Exactly. All right, my darling son, I love you. And I am very thankful that you were able to get this stupid thing working. And hopefully I'll have you on again and we'll do some more fun stuff. (laughs) It it would be really cool if I could get you and your brother and sister on at the same time. But I don't see that happening. So, All right, dude. I love you, Navigators. I hope you have enjoyed listening to my son and I's just random conversation. But you know what? That's life, and that's how we do things here. So if you have any uh, issue with that, suck it up, buttercup. Or post it on my Facebook, because that would be fun. All right, guys. Have a wonderful week. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Tyler, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. I love you, Ma. Love you, too. Toodles. Bye.